Hello, everybody. This is the Evil Chocolate Cookie back with you now with more of the Evil Chocolate Grab Bag. Happy New Year, everybody. I know I'm a day late, but still, I haven't been on here since before Christmas. Although I did break my streaming rule. <laughs> so what are we talking about today? I want to talk about my history with Apple products because, well, I'm recording this on an Apple product. I pretty much do everything with an Apple product. And so I want to talk about that and how I got to the point of being so attached to them pretty much. Not as in I can't put it down, as in everything I use, I go to Apple first. So my journey with Apple started out in 2011. I was getting my first phone. And at first I had one of those little really simple ones with like the push buttons and stuff like that. So we go to get it activated and the person is like, oh, you need an iPhone. And I'm like, what would I do with an iPhone? It has a touch screen. And then they explained about voiceover and all that good stuff. And well, I ended up with an iPhone. My first iPhone was an iPhone 3GS. And let me tell you, those things were practically indestructible. And I thought they were kind of cute into the bargain. I broke it a couple of times, though. Well, not really seriously broke it, but... This is actually in my book, Making Fun of Apple, this one story. Um, I had learned how to mess around with the settings and stuff like that. And I got into the voiceover settings and somehow got into the language rotor. I started just randomly clicking on options, not knowing what I was doing... I wanted the Irish-English voice, but I ended up adding all kinds of other stuff. Well, at some point that day, my voiceover gets into a language that I cannot understand. I mean, it's speaking gibberish, I mean. I don't understand a word that's coming out of its cute little mouth. Wait, if phones have mouths, I'm leaving. But, whatever. <laughs> so, I jumped back into settings. Fortunately, I knew where the icon was. It was pretty easy to find. Get into general. I find this thing that says reset and I click on it. This thing says reset all settings and I'm like, oh, that'll fix it. So I click on it. Uh, trust me, it fixed it all right. The phone restarts with no speech whatsoever. I can't get anything to work, so I've got to get somebody else to help me. Which taught me one thing. Don't go pressing buttons on something you don't know how to use. The other crazy thing that I did with it was actually kind of stupid. Wait, what was I going to say? My brain just blanked. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> oh my god, I hate when that happens. When you're trying to tell a story and then your brain just goes bloink. I did something else. Too. Oh yeah, the space bar. I remember now. When I first learned how to text, I did not know how to use the space bar. I had gotten the rest of the keyboard down pat, okay, but I wasn't using the space bar. And the I didn't understand what I was doing because I'd touch it and it would say, space, space, space. And I thought I was punching in a space. And people are like, use the space bar! And I'm like, I am using the space bar. And then I realized finally that you had to double tap the space bar. <laughs> Oh, that poor YouTube app. I was learning how to use YouTube and discovering the beauty that is searching for videos and all that kind of stuff. 
I got hooked on YouTube pretty early on. And yeah, the no space bar really got to be a problem when I was trying to look up music because it would search for all kinds of crap that I didn't really want. Well, I had, I've had several iPhones over the years. I had the 3GS, then I got a 4, then I got a 4S, then the 5 crap, <laughs> 5C, then I had a 6S, 7, 8, and 8 plus, and now I've got an XR. Uh, my first iPad, I actually didn't get until I was in 8th grade. And it wasn't even technically mine. Um, I transferred to a new school that year, and they'd gotten it for me to use. And I had so much trouble learning how to type on that thing because the keyboard was so big. Typing, typing was a big problem for me for a while. I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing here. I can't type. Ah! But I, I eventually figured it out. About the time I had to return the iPad, but I figured it out. <laughs> I had that for a couple of years, and then I switched schools again and had to give it back. Uh, my first computer was a MacBook Air. I I needed a computer for something or other. And I'd already gotten used to Apple, so here I am begging for a MacBook, and finally I get one. And here I am trying to set it up and play around with it in the middle of the night... And I was going through the applications folder. This this story is also in my book. But I was going through the applications folder. And I found this thing called Time Machine. Well, you know how most Apple apps are. Contacts. Stores your contacts. Messages is where you send messages. Mail. Email. Maps. Duh. Weather. Duh. Clock. Music. Stocks. Photos. Camera. Calendar. Names that you can all take at face value. Well, using that same logic, I'm sure you can figure out what I thought you could do with an app called Time Machine. Yeah, I thought it was an actual time machine. And then I go to school the next day and I'm like, hey guys, I've got a time machine. Where? On my computer. Imagine my horrible disappointment when one of my friends told me that was the program to back up your documents. I'm like, really? I really thought I had a time machine. (laughs) That computer, though, was an absolute nightmare. Every year it would crash. And I had to erase it and reinstall everything. That was the only way to fix it. First year it did that, I'll never understand why. I'd been on a Skype call with a couple of friends of mine, hung up the phone, shut down the computer, went out of the house for a little bit, came home, tried to turn on the computer, computer wouldn't boot. It got stuck, I think it was like stuck on a gray screen or something, I don't remember. Computer would not boot. So the next morning... So, I mean, I'd, I'd done some reading and knew about the recovery partition that was on the that was on all the Macs and stuff like that. So the next day, I called tech support to try to get some help. And I'm like, I know about the recovery partition. Can I use that? Oh, no, you don't want to use that. That'll eat up all your data. Yeah, it will. If you tell it to erase the disk. Otherwise, you're going to... Your stuff's fine. But I'd done a disk repair. No luck. Regular reinstall without erasing anything. No luck. Erase just the OS partition. No luck. Finally, 
I'm like, oh, forget it. Let's just take it and get it repaired. Until somebody fixed it in the middle of the night. I think it was internet recovery. I don't know what they did. In the middle of the night. And then comes to me, surprise. I'm like, what? It's the middle of the night. Come here. And next thing I knew, my computer was talking. I'm like, wow. But after that, I figured out how to fix it myself. And for the next couple of years that I had it, it was every summer. Fix, 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 fix. And then there was that year, and then there was the year that Boot Camp and Mac OS both crashed at the exact same time. Uh, talk about a disaster. Yeah, it was pretty bad. My my boot camp, I tried to install some text-to-speech voices that somebody had given me or something. They had a virus and they ate half my program files. That thing told me it couldn't even find the task manager. The task manager. But, yeah. And then I, I decided to get an Apple Watch. Primarily because the talking watch that I've been using, it was one of the atomic ones. It crapped out on me and I'm like, okay, I'm done having to replace a watch every few months. I'm getting an Apple Watch. And I'm currently on my third one. I got my first one in 17. Then the next year, I ended up replacing it with a Series 3. Because my Series 1 was turning into a snail. And then, about a year and a half later, I got my Series 4 that I've got now. Because it had a feature that I wanted and felt like I could use when... Watch OS 6 came out, the noise app. I was all excited about that. Installed the beta. Only to discover that it wasn't available on my Series 3. Oh my god, I was furious. I mean, absolutely furious. So, I had to get a Series 4. And I've still got that one right now. That's what you just heard talking. It kind of bumped into the screen. Um, Let's see, what else? I've had a few iPods, stuff like that, but that's not really worth mentioning. Ever since 2016, I've beta tested. Like, iOS. Uh, I do watchOS. Uh, sometimes I even do macOS. It really depends on the year and if the feature set looks usable. Now, th- this year's version of macOS, I love. Catalina from last year, I absolutely hated that thing. It was terrible. Hated it. But that, that's another thing that I do. I, I'm trying to build an app, but Swift, like, hates me. And so does Xcode, for that matter. Xcode is my worst nightmare. Ugh. But this year, I made another... Well, not this year. Technically, it's last year now. Whatever. I made another couple of new friends. End of May, I spontaneously decided, after I'd randomly gotten some money that I wasn't expecting, I'm like, hey, I just graduated from college. I'm getting myself a graduation present. I'm going to get a HomePod. And so I did get a HomePod. And it's not exactly the one that's sitting over there that you guys heard me talking to the other day, because the one I'd originally ordered, after a month, the part of the speaker that produced the majority of the sound, like the bass and stuff like that, just died. 
It was there one more. It was there one night and gone the next morning. So I called Apple and they're like, "Just send it to us. We'll either repair it or replace it." And they they replaced it. So I got a new one at no charge. Yay, Apple Care! <laughs> Worth the forty bucks I shelled out for it. I'll admit that. But I got I got that, and that has served me well. I've not really had any calamities with it aside from aside from that one little problem. It's it's behaving itself. I still check it every single day though to make sure the sound is working. Even if it's just asking it a stupid question. And then my most recent addition to the Apple family, I got for Christmas I got I got a set of AirPods. Those things I I was a skeptic just because the wired earpods were such a pain. And I didn't think I didn't think they'd be all that great, but they they are fantastic. It's like having home pods in your ears. One thing I keep catching myself doing when I'm wearing them is I'll reach up and like smack at my hair trying to untangle the cord from my hair and there's no cord there anymore. I hate getting headphone cords tangled in my hair. I hate it. But that's that's kind of my history with Apple. I would love to work for Apple one of these days. Whether or not that's actually going to happen is a whole different story. <sighs> insanity, insanity. That's what my life is right now. But that's that's kind of what I wanted to talk about. Usual spiel with some more added to it, actually. Um, if you want to contact me, Twitter and Instagram at evilcookies98. Um, email the evil chocolate cookie at gmail.com. Skype, just search for me under the evil chocolate cookie, and that's pretty much anywhere else. Uh, if you want to watch me on YouTube, that's the evil chocolate cookie, just search. Uh, Twitch is twitch.tv forward slash the evil chocolate cookie. Um, I'm actually going to break from my script here and give my Patreon links and stuff like that. Uh, my Patreon, if you'd like to join that, it's patreon.com forward slash the evil chocolate cookie. If for some reason you want to donate, it won't pop up here, obviously, but I do have a Streamlabs. That's streamlabs.com slash the evil chocolate cookie. And I've got a couple of merch lines. I've got um, an evil chocolate cookie line that actually has the evil chocolate cookie on it. And that's just the three basic products that you get if you don't fork over money. Um, the hoodie, the mug, and the t-shirt. That's streamlabs.com forward slash the evil chocolate cookie forward slash merch. And then there's the I hate you Pierre one. That's more expansive. Thank you, Streamlabs Prime. But that's the one I decided to pour most of my attention into because everybody loves I hate you Pierre. So much so that we... Kind of came up with a little song on the I Hate You, Pierre theme. But everybody loves I Hate You, Pierre. And that one, you can get back. You can get a backpack. You can get one of the packable jackets. You can get a hat. And you can get phone cases. If you are iPhone, iPhone X and up, you can get phone cases. That is streamlabs.com forward slash the evil chocolate cookie one forward slash merch. So the, that's all of those. Um, listener support, I do want to mention. Um, 
in between times here, between last time I recorded for you guys and now, I did get into my Anchor settings and I did switch on listener support. So if you want to support me through that, I think that's a monthly thing. You can do that too. It will be on the profile page through Anchor. I'm not exactly sure how that works, but it's there if you'd like to use it. And another thing, I remember telling you guys that this wasn't on Apple Podcasts. Well, I want to apologize for that. It was on Apple Podcasts, but for some reason the link just wasn't showing in my Anchor profile and I had to chase it down by hand. So if you're an Apple Podcasts user, then you're golden right now. Um, I'm not sure where else I'm missing. I've not checked all the like, downcasts and stuff like that. I've not checked... But it's it's pretty much everywhere else. So I'm I'm findable. And until next time, have fun.